blockchain, bike boom, and how we move. This is Patterns of Development. Blockchain is decentralized record-keeping technology, commonly associated with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. But there's other applications where blockchain record-keeping could be disruptive, and one of the possible places is the storage and documentation of real estate transactions. A developer in Nevada is chasing the dream of a blockchain community, a community where blockchain is the primary method of record-keeping. Now, I'm skeptical of this one. There's already a lot of red tape with developments. Throw in the wrinkle of powering everything in the community with blockchain, and you've got an extremely complex project in your hands. The developer involved in the technology business that powers blockchain might have a better opportunity trying to get blockchain adopted by using it as a part of the real estate process. For example, partner with title companies to use blockchain as opposed to trying to do a 65,000 acre project and have it be powered by blockchain. I'm just armchair quarterbacking here. Anyway, I think there's a lot of steps in the real estate process that are ripe for disruption and democratization. This one in particular just feels like an overextension from the developer's perspective. There's also a pattern through history where when there's just one cook in the kitchen, making a city just doesn't turn out. Recently, Hudson Mills in New York, and what about the Sidewalk Labs project in Toronto? History does not look kindly on building a city within a city or having a large developer looking to privatize their own special community. Insert any of the company towns from turn of the century in the United States. Something that has made it through history, the bicycle, invented in 1860. We talked a little bit about the bicycle boom during COVID and more news out of Washington, D.C. Since 2007, ridership for bikes has continued to rise in the D.C. area. The study also indicates that people in the D.C. area are making less trips in their cars. I haven't seen anything in the news about the rise in investment in bike infrastructure lately. I intend to keep looking. But it's interesting to think that ridership continues to grow with minimal investment in infrastructure. This could be the start of a larger shift in what people are looking for out there in their infrastructure. People are starting to move differently through their cities and they're also starting to move to less expensive cities. Washington DC was actually one of five cities in the US, the others being New York, LA, Chicago, San Francisco, that had the biggest loss of households uh, through 2020. Another interesting pattern here magnified by COVID, if I can work remote, why do I need to live in this expensive city? Some people think it's the end of the city. Again, that's a future episode. A recent study by Redfin found that if remote work is permanent, over a third of homeowners would consider moving. And of the people that moved during the pandemic, 33% of them did so for financial reasons. This could be the start of the next great migration where people consider the cost of living, weather, and infrastructure rather than the money they can make as the primary location driver. Of course, someone is losing in this deal and it's commercial real estate. There's going to be a leak here from commercial real estate into residential real estate. This idea of less office, more house, or this idea of my house will have an office. Huge considerations here for economic and city planning policies, more to come. Last up, an interesting find this week from AARP and CNU. We love our letters. This is the American Association of Retired Persons and the Congress of New Urbanism. We're talking people over 50 and the hip, cool architects. An interesting match, but there might be some synergies here. Senior citizen communities are a relatively new invention in the United States because our neighborhoods are so automobile dependent. What happens when you get old? Maybe I can't drive, but I still can walk and still take care of myself. How do I get around? The answer used to be the city, Main Street, 
But now, unfortunately, the answer is we have to build specific walkable communities for our seniors. The group at CNU advocates for urban principles that are inclusive to senior citizens and creating vibrant communities of all ages. Some good principles here and a lot of great introductory content in the PDF. Missing middle housing, pedestrian scale lighting, public realm, yield streets, fun stuff, all tactical things, but interesting to have in the tool chest. Certainly things I wish I knew a couple years ago when I started getting into this. And that's it. Thanks for listening to Patterns of Development. If you have any questions, thoughts, or feedback, please email me, kyle at patternsofdevelopment.com. And a huge credit and thank you to Rafi Bushman. He is just a phenomenal musician in London who gave me permission to use his song Look Up as the theme song for this audio experiment. Please check him out on Spotify. It's good stuff there. Looking forward to next week, and I'll talk to you all soon.